podcast one production. Hello, I'm David Kosh, and welcome to Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. I'm here to set you on a path to success by guiding you through the process of starting your own business. Last time we met, I spoke to you about getting your tax right. So many businesses fail because they don't handle their tax well. They get behind in their payments, often use it to supplement their cash flow and never catch up. So now we've covered that, I want to focus on you again. Remember, I started this podcast series by focusing on you and I want to end it in a similar way. Small business owners are often so focused on day-to-day tasks that they forget about focusing on themselves. It's hard sometimes to think about your personal growth in a busy business environment that's constantly forcing your attention elsewhere. But the reality is that your business's success all starts and ends with you. A business owner who focuses on their personal and professional development is more likely to succeed. So, it's time to start with developing your own personal and professional growth plan. This plan will be a set of particular intentions coupled with measurable actions to help you as a business owner to focus your attention on areas of individual development in order to improve the overall health and future growth of your business. So start by answering the big important questions, which are the foundation of why you're doing what you do. What's really important to you? How are your actions improving or hindering your business's well-being? What legacy do you want to leave behind? You see, most business owners spend their time firefighting rather than strategic planning. They can lose clarity as to why they actually went into business and they forget their purpose. Continuously reminding yourself why you started can reinvigorate your original passion. Your personal growth plan should also identify your weaknesses and opportunities to learn new skills to improve yourself. It should also include your goals and how you intend to achieve them, as well as the skills you need to master and the habits you want to nurture. It can lead to you becoming a better business owner with a healthier business outlook. So here are four ways a growth plan can help you become a better entrepreneur. Number one, it gives you directional focus. Knowing where you and your business are going keeps you from feeling directionless. With a focus on where you want to go, you can strategically think about what resources you need to get there and the steps needed to achieve your goal. It'll help you cancel out low-priority activities so you focus on more high-level approaches to success. It encourages constant learning. Making personal growth a priority leads to constant learning. Your goal may be to become a better salesperson or a more dynamic marketer, or it may just be as simple as better managing your time. In the process of improving various aspects of your approach to work, you'll find yourself in a state of constant learning and finding new solutions and ways of tackling existing challenges. 
by continuously expanding what you know, you'll be picking up tips and tricks that'll help you stay on track with your growth goals. For example, listening to podcasts like you're doing now are a great way to learn. Trawl through the rest of the Podcast One offerings to see what else will help. When I interviewed Jack Dorsey, the founder of both Twitter and Online Bank Square, he explained his morning routine, which was all about improving himself. He meditates, he does a seven-minute workout routine, and always walks to his first appointment listening to podcasts. So you're in good company. A personal growth plan also supports better mental health and confidence. Uncertainty can lead to stress, which affects everything from your thought processes to your mood. If we aren't certain about where we need to go, you might feel a general lack of confidence, which leads to an inability to make big executive decisions when they count. A growth plan helps alleviate this uncertainty, which gives you the freedom to make more confident choices. It also ensures you're noting unhealthy triggers and puts a plan in place to deal with them. Stopping unhealthy work habits allows you to face predictable cycles of stress head on. You'll find that you're more confident in controlling your workflow, which can in turn help you grow your business over time. And finally, nothing is a more effective motivator than self-awareness. Knowing your strengths and when to ask for help saves time and decreases stress. The result is higher quality work, more confidence when you take on daily tasks. A personal growth plan can motivate you to be more self-aware and to increase your leadership capabilities. It also helps you work to overcome weaknesses and turn them into strengths. If you're feeling listless or stressed, maybe it's time to consider how you can integrate personal growth into your business by focusing on areas that allow you to better master how you approach work. You'll be able to lower stress, increase output, and find better overall work-life balance. But remember, you don't have to learn by yourself. Maybe think about hiring a professional business coach or a mentor. I've always had mentors throughout my career and business life. I've found tapping into someone else's expertise and experience can provide invaluable guidance. I was pretty lucky, really, because my dad and grandfather were massive mentors for me in business. They were both successful business people, and they had great leadership and people skills, which I've tried to use. Another one was Bob Gottliebson, the founding editor of BRW and now a columnist with the Australian newspaper. He was another person I turned to for mentorship. He became one of my first mentors in business after asking me to move to Melbourne soon after he started BRW. You see, while Dad and Grandpa Neil taught me about leadership, Bob taught me everything about media, how to interview properly, understand what readers want and how to write better stories. The people I sought out for advice through the early stages of my business career were always very close and accessible and had been in the position I aspired to get to and could prepare me for the journey. However, 
There have been other people I've looked up to and learnt from, some of which I've only had passing relationships with. You see, mentoring doesn't necessarily depend on close, regular relationships. A lot can be learnt from afar as well. It's all about learning from people you respect and getting their opinion on decisions you're unsure about. By listening, reading and watching people whose judgment and track record you admire, a lot can be learnt without a one-on-one relationship. Prominent people have never been more accessible thanks to digital technology like podcasts and social media. So if you respect a public figure, investor, entrepreneur or politician, read their books, their blogs, listen to their podcasts or follow them on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. For example, I'm a big fan of American investor Warren Buffett and have read all the books and media stories on him and made note on his experiences or advice that was relevant to my investment goals. Richard Branson is great on LinkedIn and social media, and truly amazing people speak at TEDx conferences, which they then put on their website for all to see and learn from for free. Maybe keep an eye out for when these people speak at events or conferences, particularly if there's an opportunity to ask them specific questions which interest you. It might be industry conferences or other big public events. But, of course, for specific guidance, it's important also to have people you can regularly call on as well. Just don't limit the definition of mentoring to a specific relationship and don't expect one person to have all the answers. And don't think it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. There is no shame in asking for someone else's guidance and mentorship. Many of the world's most successful people have benefited from one. Airline owner Freddie Laker mentored Richard Branson, would you believe? Aristotle mentored Alexander the Great. That was a while ago, of course. Movie director Martin Scorsese, he mentored Oliver Stone. And legendary maestro Bach mentored Mozart, would you believe? And soccer great Bobby Charlton mentored David Beckham. So as you can see, so many great success stories had a great mentor behind them. As to how you go about finding those one-on-one mentors, the first step is to ask yourself what you want in a mentor or a business coach. To do that, it's crucial to identify business and professional goals, what the end game is, and the type of person, both in terms of values and experience, that can help you get there. A mentor should be someone that'll challenge you, ask you tough questions, and help guide the big business and career calls you'll inevitably need to make. But they must also be compatible and supportive. Once you know what you're looking for and the things to get out of the relationship, it's time to find a mentor. Often, it's pretty close to home. Could be a former employer, a relative, or someone in your current business network. But a more formal approach is to check for mentoring programs 
in your industry association, your local networking groups, or your local chamber of commerce. These are all rich sources of business guidance. But if there's nothing suitable in these places, then be sure to ask them for referrals. Apart from the formality of industry bodies, it definitely pays to look outside work because there's a good chance people in your own network will be able to introduce quality contacts for you to approach. It might just be for a coffee to talk about the industry at first, and that's great, but if there's a mutual respect and enthusiasm, it can grow into something more regular. Everyone's time poor, especially successful people, so it's important to be professional with mentors and respect their time. Be motivated, ask good questions when help is needed, and demonstrate a hunger to succeed and act on advice to get the most out of your mentor. Mentoring is about professional growth by learning from others. So take responsibility for your side of the relationship by listening carefully, showing respect, and being accountable. Here are some things you should consider when approaching a potential mentor. Number one, outline the level of commitment you're willing to put in. You have to do it properly to make the most of a relationship with a mentor. And as I said earlier, it needs commitment from you. So is it a catch-up every six months or every month, a coffee or a set meeting? And will you provide an agenda before every meeting, for example? And do you expect the mentor to provide action items? You need to outline your expectations with the mentor at the start, as this may not match their level of commitment. If you don't commit, it won't work. And the mentor has to commit as well. If your expectations are too high, then maybe a professional business coach is a better option where you pay for their involvement. And also give the mentor a clear time frame. Once again, keep in mind that mentors are busy people. So maybe a way to woo them is to set a clear time frame for how many sessions you'd like to have with them. Ask how long they'd like them to run, what you'd ideally need from them, and where and when to meet. This approach shows respect and recognition that their time is valuable. Also, make sure you arrange somewhere that's conducive to having a productive and focused conversation. It's really critical to establish an honest relationship and be clear about privacy because chances are you'll be discussing confidential aspects of your business. So before kicking off, consider signing a confidentiality agreement with your new business mentor. This can help clarify what needs to stay private before anything commercially sensitive is shared. Outline ahead of time that anything shared amongst you is also in confidence so that you'll both be on the same page and the trust and transparency has been established right up front. Also, set expectations and goals ahead of the next meeting and ask your mentor to hold you to account on them. Before wrapping up a meeting with your business mentor, be clear of what you want to achieve before you meet again. This generates motivation and keeps your business development on track. And the reality is that one mentor may not be enough. You see, a mentor is a hugely personal fit 
and there's rarely a one-size-fits-all solution. Throughout your career, you'll come across a variety of milestones that require different types of advice and experience to draw on. So I reckon you should surround yourself with a network of people that can be called upon whatever the situation, whether they're business professionals, friends, old colleagues, or internet forums, it's a great way to have a variety of experience on hand. Finding the right mentor or business coach is a key part of your personal growth and development plan and will ultimately lead you to running a more successful business because developing a better you will lead to better business. And on that note, as a business owner, it's important that you find a work-life balance, maintain your health and continue to grow in order to truly enjoy the entrepreneurial journey. Being busy is about working harder. Being productive is about working smarter. Now that's the real challenge. So I hope this episode has got you thinking about the importance of your personal growth as a business person and the help you can get by finding the right mentor. Just look at what it did for Richard Branson. If you want to learn more, head to the Koshy's Business Builders website. There are plenty of articles and videos to help you build a successful business. That's koshysbusinessbuilders.com.au. This is the final episode in the series Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. Look, I hope you've enjoyed it, found the information useful, and that I've inspired you to turn that business dream into a reality. If you've just joined us for this episode, have a listen to the other episodes in this series. I reckon you'll find them of value. And if you ever have any questions about personal finance or small business, look out for my Ask Koshy Facebook Live sessions every Tuesday at 1.30pm Eastern. My Facebook address, koshy.online. I answer questions people post each week. So good luck with building a small business and let me know how it all turns out. Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business was presented by David Kosh and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Melody Ruiz. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, listen for free at podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business podcast.